Zara, I am so excited to talk about today's sponsor. It's the new film, Challenges. It's from the director of Call Me By Your Name, Luca Guadagnino, and stars and is produced by none other than our girl Zendaya. Yeah, you know I love her. You love her too. I love her so much. Zendaya plays Tashi Duncan, a former tennis prodigy turned coach who is married to a Grand Slam champion, currently on a losing streak. And if that's not bad enough, Tashi's strategy to help her husband break his curse sort of takes a surprising and awkward turn. Hmm, awkward indeed. Because now he must face off against his former best friend and Tashi's ex-boyfriend, Patrick. Zara, the tensions are running high. I know. Tashi's someone who makes no apologies for her game on and off the court. It's her game, her rules, but with her past and present colliding, Tashi must face reality and ask herself, what will it cost to win? Challenges is the sexy drama that everyone's talking about and it's definitely not one you want to miss. It's about passion, friendship and what happens when your past comes back to challenge you. You can grab a ticket from Tuesday the 26th. So grab your friends and get excited. I will be grabbing you and we are definitely going to be going to watch it. Oh, please. Thank you so much to Challenges for making this episode of Shameless possible. Jude Law was the world's sexiest man. Sienna Miller was the it girl of the moment. They were the tabloid media's most sellable couple. But when he slept with the nanny, Sienna got revenge in spectacular fashion. Welcome to Scandal from Shameless Podcast, the stories of the biggest celebrity controversies revisited. Zara, we are back. It is episode two and we have a lot to cover. We do have so much to cover. You'd think in an episode titled Jude Law and the Nanny that the story would basically be over, right? We've spoken about him cheating with the nanny. He has apologised. The nanny's diaries have been revealed. Yeah, literally. But unfortunately, well, or fortunately, the story (laughs) still has quite a few layers. So let's quickly recap what we spoke about last week. We spoke a lot about Jude Law's rise to fame and his early marriage to Sadie Frost and the birth of their three kids. And then we spoke a little bit, Mish, about the public demise of their marriage and his love story with it girl Sienna Miller. Yeah, Sienna Miller and Jude Law were the golden couple of the mid-noughties. They had incredible power together. She was a style icon. He, of course, as we said in the intro, was dubbed the world's sexiest man by People magazine. Together, they really were a force to be reckoned with. They had that Christmas Day engagement story. People loved the fact that they were in love. Yes, and then there was the nanny. (laughs) In particular, the nanny selling her her diaries to the tabloids where she explicitly detailed her sexual relationship with Jude. Now, for those who need or want a little refresher, <laughs> we all want one. <laughs> yeah, the affair began one night in New Orleans where Daisy wrote Oh, God, I've got to read up <laughs> the diary again as <laughs> a recap. We drank our drinks, listened to the music, then Jude got up. It was about 3.30 a.m. and said, I must go to bed. I said good night and thanks for a lovely, lovely evening. He walked around behind me, leant over and gave me a beautiful kiss on the lips. He said, if you are lonely, come and see me. I laughed and said, don't be silly. Then he said, no, seriously, it's a big house and you might get lonely. Now, in case you have forgotten, of course, none of you have. She then got full body tingles later yeah. that night. My whole body was tingling. She sure did. <laughs> so we also know that after Daisy told the whole world about their affair, 
Jude issued a groveling apology to the British Press Association. We also, in episode one, detailed the responses from everyone on the periphery of this story. We had Sienna Miller's mum give more than one quote to the media about Jude being a little rat bag. Yeah, we also had his ex-wife, Sadie Frost, who said, (laughs) if she wants to call me, I'll have a lot to talk to her about. So there was a lot going on in that episode, perhaps even more going on in this one. So Mish, let's rewind all the way back to 2000. 2005. All right, Zara. So we are in July 2005. We are in the days after Sienna Miller learned that her fiance had slept with his children's nanny. And now the details of that affair are everywhere. Reports at the time said that Sienna and Jude did split within days of that tabloid story breaking. To make matters even messier than they needed to be, though, the story of Jude's affair with Daisy Wright emerged just as Sienna Miller was really trying to push her way into being considered a serious actress. She was actually starring on stage in As You Like It, which is a Shakespeare comedy play, alongside the likes of Dominic West in London. So as these headlines break, she's in one of the most high-profile gigs of her career. Dominic West also known for his own little affair escapades as well. (laughs) Now, according to reports at the time, fans in the audience were paying really close attention to Sienna's ring finger, which the day after news of the affair broke was no longer adorned with that $35,000 engagement ring from Jude. The night the affair was revealed, BBC News reported that Sienna left the stage in tears. Here's a passage from that piece. Miller, currently appearing in As You Like It in London's West End, arrived at Wyndham's Theatre and was not wearing her engagement ring. The 23-year-old cried as she exited the stage after a standing ovation. Yeah, the following day, so now we're, what, within 48 hours of the affair breaking, Sienna was absent from the show with her role being assumed by her understudy. Years later, she recalled this time of her life to the Daily Beast where she said, it was one of the most challenging moments because with that level of public heartbreak to have to get out of a bed, let alone stand in front of 800 people every night. It's just the last thing you want to do. She was performing live seven nights a week Mm. at this time in her life at just 23 when she's the centre of this story. It would have been incredibly difficult. She went on and said, there is a whole six weeks of that experience that I don't remember. I have no recollection of it. People who came to see me said we had dinner and I don't remember. I was in so much shock over it all. And I'd really just begun. I was only 23. But if you get through that, you feel like you can get through anything. I mean, I know you touched on it then, but to think that she was 23 years old is truly mind-blowing. Like, that is a very young age to be going through this level of scandal. It's crazy. So after the dust settles, stuff still is happening. And I think what's really interesting about looking back on this story is it's pretty hard to glean when Sienna and Jude broke up and how many times maybe they tried to work on it over the course of the next few months after the story broke. Yeah, on again, off again is the only way to describe this relationship because they're seen together and then they're seen with other people and then they're seen back together. The quotes about each other change every few weeks, so it is hard for us to track. It's incredibly hard for us to track, but here's the things that we do know. In mid-August 2005, paparazzi photos of a completely nude Jude Law getting changed into his base in France leaked online. These photos were incredibly invasive, Mm. Michelle, and still live on the internet today. Again, yes, like Jude really fucked up with the nanny, but I think the British tabloids in particular lived by this mantra of anything that a celebrity does is in the public interest. 
including publishing photos of them naked. Yeah, it's pretty obvious that this was intended to humiliate Jude Law. I mean, full frontal nudity while you're bending over and trying to get changed into swimwear in your mother's garden is pretty embarrassing but also the fact that you can still find these like I'm really surprised that Google Images or whoever has put these photos online has not taken them down in the 16 or 17 years since they're all still available it feels illegal like it feels incredibly illegal that same week the New York Post published photos of Jude and Sienna going for a walk in London now this was the first time that they had been seen together since the Daisy Wright scandal and the public kind of took it as confirmation that the pair were still together but I guess taking it slowly. Yeah, but from there, things got pretty weird. According to CBS News in September, so we're talking two months after the affair news broke in tabloids, Sienna was compelled to dispel rumours she was sleeping with her former co-star and Jude Law's good friend, Daniel Craig. Of course, we all know Daniel Craig now for the Bond films in particular. She had to issue a statement to the media about these rumours where she said, there's nothing going on between me and Daniel Craig. We were in a movie together two years ago. Yeah, but then on October 10, the Daily Mail published a piece called Sienna's Revenge on Cheating Jude. Now, the opening of the piece read like this. The turbulent relationship between Jude Law and Sienna Miller is over after she gave him a taste of his own medicine. Law is said to have thrown her out of his £4 million home when he learned she had a two-week fling with one of his closest friends, the actor Daniel Craig. Yeah, so two days after that report, so on October 12, 2005, People magazine broke the news that Jude Law and Sienna Miller were absolutely done. But Zara, with all scandal episodes, we do try to go chronologically, right? Like we want to stick to the timeline and we can't say anything more about the Daniel Craig whispers for now because back in 2005, that's all the public really had. They had some whispers, they had some odd tabloid reports without much info and we need to pause here and come back to Daniel Craig and Sienna Miller later on in the app. Yeah, we will find out more about that in (laughs) 10 years' time. It's crazy. So what happens next? Bizarrely, in late December 2005, Jude and Sienna are photographed together again like a couple. Mm. So we weren't joking or exaggerating when we said there was a real on and off vibe to this relationship. In February 2006, though, at the premiere of her new film, Casanova, Sienna told the media that she was staying well away from men. She said, I have no boyfriend. My advice to single ladies is just that. (laughs) Stay single. (laughs) That same month, the Daily Mail interviewed Nanny Daisy Wright, who was repenting or remorseful for what she had done the year prior by sharing her affair with the tabloids. Yeah, repenting by doing another interview about the affair with the tabloids. (laughs) Dredging it all back up again. So this is what she told the Daily Mail. I deeply regret doing the kiss and tell now. I had no idea it would turn out the way it did. Doing that story looked so tacky and it was portrayed as though it was just a fling. What is so hurtful is that, sex aside, I thought Jude and I had a friendship. But once the rumours began that we'd been having an affair, he dropped me like a hot potato and terminated my employment with him. I felt very betrayed. Odd to kind of point out being like, I'm so sad that Jude cut me off after I did the interview. Anyway, let me deal with it by doing another interview. Yeah. And it wasn't just an interview where she said, oh, I regret doing that. The interview does go into more detail about (laughs) their affair. She talks about them having sex on the couch while his child slept in the room nearby and also having sex on a pool table. 
She also spoke about how she felt towards Jude. She said, I have very mixed feelings about him now. Maybe a part of me is still in love with him, but another part feels anger and hatred that he could drop me like that. It has been devastating for me. I would like to hear from him and tell him that my speaking out was not intended to be a malicious kiss and tell, but I guess I'm not exactly his favourite person. I would have so much more respect for someone like Daisy Wright in this position if they could just own their shit. Like, don't get up and be like, why won't Jude speak to me? It's not like I intended to do a malicious kiss and tell. Yes, you did. Like, let's just be honest. You wanted to cash in. That was the decision you made. Just own your shit instead of trying to dodge around it or duck around it and say, oh, I didn't do anything wrong. It didn't mean to hurt anyone. Yeah, it's like you were clearly hurt and you clearly wanted to lash out about that. Like both of those things can be true and you can, as you say, Mish, own that. By June 2006, (laughs) it looked again (laughs) like Sienna and Jude were back on and were papped together on the streets of New York. So that's another almost year after the affair and we've got reports of them being together and broken up like three or four times. Yeah. By October 2006, Sienna did an interview with Rolling Stone where she said, I don't know, monogamy is a weird thing for me. It's an overrated virtue because let's face it, we're fucking animals. A month after that interview, the news came out again. Jude and Sienna had called it quits again. Forgive us, but we also probably couldn't help but mention that 2006 was, of course, the year that Jude's best ever film, The Holiday, came out. I love that film, Mr. Napkinhead. Mr. Napkinhead. That's how he won everyone back. That is literally how he won everyone back. Mr. Napkinhead was the best PR move anyone's ever done for Jude Law. Genuinely. Now, in 2007, Sienna started to speak a little bit more about how intense 2005 was for her in the wake of Jude's affair. She told Life magazine that the heartbreak led to and I quote, a loss of innocence. She said, I was blinded by being a romantic person. I sort of feel like, what if I never love that vulnerably and that openly again? But I feel like I'm really strong. I feel like I grew up. What's so interesting about the dynamic between Sienna Miller and Jude Law is it feels so unique that I don't even have a reference point for it in my own life. Because when she then spoke to Esquire in Feb 2007, Sienna made it very clear to journalist David Katz that Everything was still good between them, despite the cheating rumours and the affair with the nanny and the on-again, off-again nature of the relationship. Things were pretty good between Sienna and Jude. Here's what David Katz wrote in his profile piece. As Sienna recalls all these now tired events, what strikes you most is her lack of bitterness towards Jude. It was a very loving, very close relationship, she explains. Obviously, we had our problems, but every single person I know has experienced infidelity. It's not the first time it's happened to me, and it probably won't be the last. Still, David Katz wrote, she remains pathologically optimistic about love. I think for me, it speaks to the on-again, off-again nature of their relationship that perhaps over the years they actually weren't ever properly out of each other's lives if she didn't feel that anger or she didn't want to talk ill of him speaks a lot to maybe the fact that they were still very much central parts of each other's lives whether or not they could be exclusive or whether or not they could call each other boyfriend and girlfriend feel like they were trying to make it work yeah I completely agree the Esquire piece did also note that despite not being with Jude anymore 
the press was still relentless when it came to Sienna Miller. David Katz wrote, Since being publicly burned when Law, her now ex-fiancé, cheated on Sienna with the nanny of his three kids, nary a day goes by without some gossipy item on her from the hilariously mundane. Sienna Miller was spotted using her mobile phone in an airport security line to the simply cruel. One blogger annotated a photo of her grandfather's tombstone to read Slutty Miller. Pretty awful stuff. She also said that she believed that being tabloid fodder for over three years had absolutely affected her career. She said, overall, I think it hurt my work. It's harder for me to be taken seriously now, but I can't go back. I can't change what's happened. Jude Law also did his own round of like mea culpa media (laughs) in 2007, talking about the affair in an interview with The Telegraph. He said, I was an idiot. I behaved badly. I've also been treated badly. It goes both ways. I made mistakes. Who hasn't? Interesting. I've also been treated badly. Yes. Again, we'll get to that in a little bit, you guys. He went on. I also like to think that because of the scale of which I had to then um, admit to them, I learnt my lesson and I ain't going to fucking do it again. I don't ever want to experience that pain, that upset, that confusion, that humiliation ever again. I'm not happy I hurt people, but I'm kind of happy it was on such a public level. Yeah, he said, you've seen me putting out the trash and now I feel like there's nothing left. You've seen it all and I can get on and in a weird way that's kind of wonderful the drama doesn't stop there we are going to take a break but when we're back just more stuff (laughs) so much more drama All right, Zara, you said it before the break. There is more drama in this story yet. There is, in fact, plenty of drama in this story yet. Because in July 2008, Zara McDonald, Sienna Miller found herself in another cheating scandal. Exactly. She found herself the centre of the tabloids once again when she was pictured having an affair with the married actor and father of four, Baltazar Getty. Now, if the Getty name sounds familiar, (laughs) that's because Baltazar's great-grandfather was Jean-Paul Getty, founder of Getty Oil and was at one time one of the richest men in the world. This is like a dynasty, a this family. dynasty. So in July, Sienna Miller was in Positano and was papped kissing the married Baltazar in the water. She was also topless in the images. At the time, Baltazar Getty released a statement admitting to his affair. He said, The breakdown of a marriage is a very difficult and painful experience, especially when children are involved. In light of the fact that many pictures have surfaced in print and on the internet, which have caused myself and my family great embarrassment, I felt it necessary to at least acknowledge publicly that, yes, indeed, my wife and I have separated. Sienna's reputation by this point was absolutely in trouble. Yeah. The Daily Mail were running headlines like Baltazar Getty admits marriage is over, but it's Sienna's reputation that's really left in tatters. While Perez Hilton, my goodness, had <laughs> resorted to calling her slutty Enna. Her house was vandalised with the word slut sprayed on it and the graffiti also contained what the sun called an unsettling circular symbol which looks like an attempt to recreate the sign for Satan. Mm. Sienna was also photographed in tears after being hounded by paparazzi while trying to fill her car up with petrol in Los Angeles. Now, this 
intensity of the media hounding Sienna Miller got so serious to the point where her mum actually had to weigh in and plead with people to leave her alone. Randomly as well, Jude Law's ex, Sadie Frost, popped up again. (laughs) And when she was asked about Sienna's affair with Baltazar Getty, she said this to the Evening Standard. Sienna's a nice person. She's a free spirit. She has been unfairly treated. Whatever she does in her personal life, that is between her and the other person. She also went on to say, it isn't for the media to persuade the public that she is a bad person. Yeah, really interesting quotes there. So by November, about four months after these photos were taken, Baltazar and Sienna had split. As a quick aside, and we will get back to Sienna in just a second, Baltazar Getty and his wife Rosetta actually got back together after all of this. A year later, they were papped out on a hike together, sparking reconciliation rumours. Yeah, a year after that pap shot, they actually did a spread with Harper's Bazaar, where Baltazar addressed his affair with Sienna head on while sitting on a couch next to his wife. He told the magazine this... Here's the bottom line. It was a very challenging time for everybody involved, but I loved and missed my family too much to not make it work. Rosetta is understanding enough and spiritual enough to let us try. In a way, it, I don't know, I feel like we're better than we've ever been. They're still together today. Power to Rosetta. I I actually, look, I'm not going to even get into Baltazar's actions around this time, but I do have a level of respect for couples who can survive earth-shattering scandals like this and still be together. Especially very public ones because everybody knew what was happening. These photos were everywhere because Sienna was involved. So I have extreme amounts of respect for them making it work. Back to Sienna though, the same month that she split from Baltazar, she settled a lawsuit that she actually launched a few months earlier with a photo agency called Big Pictures after arguing that her life was made intolerable by a campaign of harassment by a paparazzo. Now, her lawyers said that pursuit by photographers and the publication of intrusive images in the wake of her affair with Baltazar had caused her substantial alarm, fear and enormous distress. Mm. She really was being hounded and harassed by the paparazzi at this time and I think what's a quick fun fact here (laughs) just you insisted on including this fun fact by the way it's interesting (laughs) everybody likes local facts in international stories (laughs) big pictures one of the agencies that she sued is run by Darren Lyons who was mayor of Geelong you know the guy with the pink spiky hair yeah is he now based in LA like what's going on he's doing now he's not he's certainly not mayor of Geelong anymore I did google that much (laughs) She settled for £53,000 in damages. The same month, Reuters reported that she also won £35,000 in damages from News Corp for printing photos that breached her privacy. Now, I wanted to include both of these things, both of these suits, because I think it really speaks to the climate of the time about how celebrities were really trying to kind of fight or claw for their privacy against big tabloids in Britain. Yeah, and it's a good reminder that because this is an industry that earns money, people tend to consider it in a different way to stalking. But it is still stalking. She's being stalked by men. They just happen to have cameras in their hands and apparently that makes it okay. Yeah, and I think it's also because she made mistakes. Everybody thought that they... That she deserved it. Yeah, that she absolutely deserved it. But it's like, no, you can make mistakes and you can also not deserve to be stalked by the paparazzi. Both of those things could be true. For sure. Now, this all begs the question... 
what the hell is our little Mr. Napkinhead We're getting up to? He hasn't, Jude hasn't made an appearance for quite some time. Yeah, welcome back to Mr. Napkinhead. So in 2009, <laughs> the year after Sienna sued those papers, news broke that actually Jude Law was about to become a dad again, Daddy Jude. <laughs> Turns out he had had a two-day fling with an American model by the name of Samantha Burke, and she was pregnant with his child. Now, after reportedly requesting a paternity test from Samantha, it turned out that, yes, Jude's fourth kid was on the way. Mr. Napkinhead 4.0. Now, the media was a little brutal around this time towards Jude. How's this passage from an article in the Daily Mail? His last serious relationship with actress Sienna Miller ended three years ago, and since then he's had a series of flings. Jude, 36, is living the youth he never really had. Some might call it a midlife crisis. Ouch. <laughs> a source told Daily Mail that Samantha was trying to reach Jude to tell him she was having his child, but she couldn't get a hold of him. He had given her a mobile number, but it was no longer working, and Jude was working on a film. <laughs> Finally, she contacted Jude through his publicist. She had to go through his PR person (laughs) to inform him she was pregnant with his child. Now, obviously we take anonymous quotes with a grain of salt, but there very much seemed to be a mood around this story that this child was the result of a two-day fling. It wasn't necessarily a child Jude had planned, nor was it a child perhaps he... I don't, I don't even know how to say it, but like he... He, he didn't he, want anything to do with for some time, I think. Exactly. That was the inference. And I mean, I think Samantha reading between the lines, felt compelled to go to the media about this because she was potentially getting cold-shouldered by Jude and his team. That's the sense that I get too. Yeah. So anyway, their baby was born in September 2009. What a bundle of joy. Then in late 2009, guess what, guys? Sienna and Jude... Back on. Back on. They were spotted walking around New York City together. According to Variety, they were actually both living in New York at the same time while they were performing in different Broadway shows so that they reconnected. And so at the time, rumours began circulating that they were back together. Yeah, on December 4, the Daily Mail published this. They were one of the golden couples of show business. At one point, they were even due to get married. Then came Jude's affair with a nanny. Now, after four years and 14 lovers between them, they're back together. Apparently, fellow actor Johnny Lee Miller, an old friend of Jude's, was so fed up with hearing them moan how lonely they were when he gave them the push to get back together. Yesterday, they both turned up at his son's birthday party in New York. Here, we wonder just how long it will last. So it was like a weird copy. I know we pulled out a few funny Daily Mail quotes in the last few minutes to kind of talk to how weirdly the media were around Jude and Sienna. But I think this speaks incredibly well to how the media were talking about these two at the time. Like not even the Daily Mail could make sense of them. Now after four years and 14 lovers between them. Yeah. Like what is that? It's slut shaming, but to her and to him, it's which weird. is strange. Yeah. yeah, I just don't think they were quite as loved through this period after all the drama. Yeah. Anyway, they spent Christmas 2009 together by taking a holiday in the Caribbean and they officially debuted their reconciled relationship on the Met Gala red carpet in May 2010. He was in a pretty classic black suit. She was in this sort of like navy and black low-cut Emilio Pucci dress. They looked at this point every inch the golden couple. She was 28 by this point. So this is a big chunk of her 20s being in the orbit of Jude. Yeah, her 20s were like defined by this relationship for better or for worse. So they're properly back together. What does their relationship look like this time around? Well, a month after they appeared at the Met Gala, 
reports started to emerge that the two were engaged again or at least planning on getting married. Sienna had started wearing her old engagement ring again, although it was now on the other hand. Yeah, exactly. My favourite story from this time is how Sadie Frost... Sadie Frost is popping up at absolutely gorgeous times (laughs) in this episode. The mother of Jude's three kids did not like how much perhaps autonomy Sienna had over her children. Mm. For example, one weekend when Sienna and Jude were looking after nine-year-old Iris, Sienna took Iris to the hairdresser to have her hair chopped (laughs) from a long bob into a short pixie crop. Taking her Twitter account to vent about it, Sadie reportedly posted, I think you should get your own child and then cut their hair. (laughs) I don't really understand why this is the news, but it very much spoke to how much Sienna was a core part of this family and was back in the lives of the children. Do you also agree with me that Sadie Frost seemed to be very warm towards Sienna Miller, at least in the public eye, when she wasn't with Jude. But when they were together, that didn't always seem to be the case. At the end of 2010, reports emerged that Sienna and Jude had bought a house together in London. Variety reported they actually bought the place for £8 million, which, if you really need the very mathematical equation, translates to about 16 mil AUD. Yeah, a lot of money anyway. (laughs) And then in February 2011, they split for the final time. Sienna and Jude reportedly remained good friends post-breakup, but strangely the media sought to put the blame on Sienna about the breakup. One publication wrote, all this begs the question, why can't she choose the right man and keep him? Mm, yikes. Why can't he choose the right woman? Yeah, why can't he not fuck the nanny? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I'm very confused. Based on what they've each told the media, though, things were and still are pretty healthy between Sienna and Jude. In regards to why she gave the relationship another shot, Sienna told Esquire, when something ends in a way like that, it's important, if you can, in a way, to go back and revisit it and either shut that door or create a new room so it was a very healthy cathartic experience I totally say that I totally say that I can imagine some of maybe her friends on the periphery were like oh don't go back to him Mm. but sometimes it's like you need to experience the end of that relationship yourself and make the call rather than have the door slam shut on you for you I also think their timeline is far more stretched out than what we would see from like two typical people who aren't Hollywood stars like if you're looking at their timelines and how their years are set out and how much time they spend apart They probably needed all these years to actually get to that point, whereas an average couple would need another three months together and go, yeah, you know what, this really isn't it. Yeah, absolutely. She also later told Esquire that she just had to do it, explaining that she just had to reconcile with him, explaining that their relationship had been a huge part of her life and that it ended in a way that was awful. She said, I think it paved the way for both of us to have great futures with no animosity or drama. Such a huge relief to heal that. And I am great friends with him and his children I love them madly just huge love and respect for all of them I love that I love it it's very lovely and sweet for people to have this much sort of drama and scandal publicly but still have like a very intense love for each other but just acknowledge that you know it like it's not meant to be yeah it's like their relationship was never rock solid but their respect for each other between Sienna and Jude was always rock solid yeah which feels surprising yeah I'm not gonna lie yeah absolutely so Sienna and Jude were officially done we're happy to report there will be no getting back together for us to tell you about (laughs) that's it done done for good this time If you're thinking, hang on girls, I'm still waiting for you to explain that bizarre Daniel Craig rumour back from 2005... 
congratulations, you've made it to the right spot of the episode. Exactly. For a long time, nine years in fact, the Sienna Miller and Daniel Craig headlines didn't make much sense. Those initial reports from 2005 said that Sienna and Daniel Craig were having an affair because of a voicemail left on Daniel Craig's phone from Sienna. The journalist wrote the piece up and said, this is how we know they're having an affair. That's that. And as I said, it just didn't make much sense for a while. Like, how do they just get their hands on an incriminating voicemail? Mm. Well, in January 2014, the public got the missing pieces of the puzzle on that supposedly leaked audio recording. Yeah. So what happened in 2014 to find those missing puzzle pieces? Well, that was when, as part of a huge court trial, the world heard the voicemail that Sienna Miller left for Daniel Craig for the first time. In that voicemail, she said, hi, it's me, can't speak. I'm at the Groucho with Jude. I love you. Now, this court trial where that voicemail was played was actually part of the now infamous phone hacking saga that enveloped the UK and its media in the early 2010s. Yeah, exactly. So before we delve into how the phone hacking scandal affected Sienna, Jude and Daniel Craig with that pesky voicemail, let's give a quick explainer on the broader context of the phone hacking scandal itself. Because in early 2011, public allegations of widespread illegal phone hacking by journalists at News of the World, a Murdoch newspaper, began to circulate. That essentially meant that News of the World's journalists were using illegal techniques to listen to people's private voicemails and then write stories using the information they had obtained. Yeah. Now, this was huge. To give you guys some context, News of the World was a, at this point, 160 68-year-old publication. It had been around forever. Now, this wasn't the first time that the media in the UK had heard whispers of unethical practices at News of the World. In 2006, a reporter was arrested for suspicions of hacking into Prince William's phone. Up until the year of 2011, though, News of the World had always maintained that phone hacking was not a company-wide norm. It was just a rogue employee here or there who was doing the wrong thing. Exactly. But by 2011, they couldn't really hide behind that excuse because it was that year when it became obvious how many stories over the last decade or two had been obtained by phone hacking. So a week after these extensive allegations hit the press, Rupert Murdoch had to close the paper. So who was being hacked? It was mainly celebrities, members of the royal family and politicians being targeted. But it was also later revealed that victims of crimes and family members of British soldiers were also being hacked. Yeah, and we should say, guys, we can't get into every detail of the phone hacking scandal. There are some really serious disgusting allegations that were levelled at the paper around this time. If you want to hear about that, do wider reading, but we need to stick to Jude and Sienna for this story. What you do need to know is that over the coming years, there were a bunch of resignations, inquiries and arrests. Andy Coulson, the former editor of News of the World, actually served an 18-month jail sentence. Yeah, exactly. Now, As you just said, Mish, we are honing today in on Jude and Sienna and how they were affected by this. In 2014, the massive phone hacking trial took place and Sienna and Jude were summoned to give evidence. That trial was one of the most expensive in the UK's legal history. Now, 
Let's cast our minds back to 2004 and 2005 again to give a little bit of context on Sienna, Jude, Daniel Craig and the time that that voicemail was originally left by Sienna. Yeah, so the timeline here is a little murky as there are some differing reports from both Jude and Sienna's camps. What we're not clear on 100% of the way is which affair came first. Did Jude and the nanny have an affair first or did Sienna Miller and Daniel Craig have an affair first? I think most people think Jude and the nanny came first, right? I think that, but if I'm it's, being honest. it's not proven. No. I think generally public perception is, yep, Jude and the nanny happened, then Sienna and Daniel happened, but again, we weren't there, so we're never really going to know. <laughs> what we do know is that in 2004, Sienna Miller and Daniel Craig start opposite each other in the movie Layer Cake. Jude and Daniel had also acted in the film Road to Perdition together a few years before this. So the three of them were really good friends. There are pap shots on the internet of the three of them hanging out around this time. Mm. In 2005, News of the World ran a story alleging that Sienna and Daniel were having an affair titled Sienna Cheats on Jude. Now, as I said before, the basis of that article was backed by a voicemail. A voicemail News of the World claimed was sent to them anonymously. Yeah, we should also note that Daniel Craig was not single when this report came out. He was actually in a years-long relationship with producer Satsuki Mitchell at the time of this report breaking. So we have two people involved with other people when it comes to this affair headline. Yeah, so jump forward to 2014 and the voicemail is now public knowledge. In trial proceedings, it was revealed for the first time that the journalist who wrote that 2005 exclusive story, Sienna Cheats on Jude, Dan Evans, had not been leaked the voicemail at all. He had hacked into Daniel Craig's inbox to hear the voicemail from Sienna. Now, Dan Evans pleaded guilty to tapping into Daniel Craig's voicemail and also admitted during the trial that he had illegally tapped into thousands of voicemails during this time. I've got to say, Mish, it makes me think a lot, and I've been thinking a lot about this as we've been sort of researching this story, how kind of paranoid these celebrities would have been feeling around this time and confused as to how stories this personal were getting out. Like, they would have been thinking, are people around me leaking? How are these stories even making it into the news? Yeah, you're absolutely right. That level of paranoia would have been so intense. You would have been thinking about everything, like, is my telecommunications company leaking my voicemails to the media? Like, how can people be getting my voicemails yeah and that sense that like nothing is private like I am exposed at every angle and at every moment that's terrifying like again I know we talk all the time like celebrities are protected and they have money and they have privilege and all of those kinds of things but I can't imagine the level of paranoia and stress that would have existed over a decade or so from celebrities or other people like politicians or victims of crime who this was happening to yeah now during this court case Dan Evans the journalist who did write that article about Sienna and Daniel Craig's affair revealed that he had actually taken this hacked voicemail to his editor. That was Andy Coulson, the one who ended up serving jail time. He told Andy that it had been illegally obtained via hacking, yet Andy allegedly ran the story anyway with that knowledge. Yeah, in Sienna's evidence, which she gave from America via video link, she claimed that her affair with Daniel Craig was brief and that it had come after finding out about Jude and the nanny. She told the court that Daniel was a close friend of hers and that she had turned to him as a source of comfort during a difficult time. This was a quote of hers during the trial. 
I think the thing that's been slightly misconstrued about this voicemail message is that I said, I love you. I always ended my phone calls with him with, I love you, just like I did with all my friends and family. Whether I was or was not in a relationship with Daniel Craig, it it was never a relationship. It was a brief encounter. He was my best friend. Me saying, I love you, whether anything romantic had happened briefly or not, that was always the way I communicated with him, whether Jude was present or not. It's been turned into this titillating piece of information. Yeah, according to the Telegraph, Sienna also said, I think this is a really difficult and uncomfortable part of my life to discuss, seeing as it's been allowed out of the courtroom and into the hands of the world's media to be gossiped about and analysed and me vilified about. It was not a relationship. It was a very brief encounter. So reading between the lines, she's saying we were not boyfriend, girlfriend on the side. We had sex a few times while being friends and while seeing Jude and while he was with Satsuki Mitchell. Yeah, exactly. But the revelations behind the Sienna and Daniel Craig affair didn't stop there. How's this line from the Telegraph? The court heard how Miss Miller's driver discovered she was having an affair with Mr. Craig and had told Mr. Law before selling the story to News of the World. The tabloid paid the driver £6,000 and a journalist met Mr. Law's publicist to discuss how the affair would be reported. The PR asked the journalist to backdate the affair so it would appear that Miss Miller cheated on Mr. Law before he had his fling with the nanny. The PR said this request came from Mr. Law. Where to begin with this? Yes. So just to be clear, we obviously had the voicemail that was obtained illegally to report this story, but we also had a driver who wanted to leak to the press too, Mm. who went to the press. The press came back to Jude Law and his team and said, this is what we've got. And Jude Law said, cool, can you lie about when the date of this affair was so I look better? Yeah, well, given Jude Law's reputation had been really tarnished by the nanny story, the allegation here is he said, okay, well, I can use this as leverage to make it seem like, well, I didn't cheat first, so I'm not the bad one. I cheated with the nanny because she cheated on me with my friend. We need to say... Jude Law has publicly denied these allegations. He has said he had no involvement in how the Daniel Craig Sienna Miller affair was reported, but the allegation levelled in court was his PR team tried to have the dates changed. Exactly. Now, after Sienna gave her evidence, the judge, Justice Saunders, actually said to her, I am very sorry what has gone on in this court and reports in the press have caused you distress. We have tried to limit what has been said in court. I mean, they tried to limit what was being said in court, but goddamn, we know a whole lot. Like a, a lot, lot had to be on the public record. What's also really interesting around this time is when Jude was called to give evidence in the Florida hacking trial, he told the court he found out about the affair through the headline, The Morning It Hit the Stands. He said he immediately called Daniel Craig and the two got in a yelling match over the phone. Yeah, he told the court we had known each other many, many years, so the conversation took on all sorts of turns. During cross-examination, Jude was also passed a note with the name of an immediate family member on it. The judge said that that family member, whose name was on that piece of paper, had sold information to tabloids about Sienna Miller and Daniel Craig's affair. Jude was questioned about when he discovered that his immediate family member was selling information to the press to which he responded today I wasn't aware of that that is eerie and sad really really sad to be learning on that stand that your immediate family member is leaking against you to I don't want to be cynical here but it's only literally just dawned on me after weeks of researching these episodes could the inference have been you used people around you to meticulously craft this story and the allegation instead of, wow, look at all your family members who are betraying you, 
is the inference wow, look at potentially the tentacles you had on how this was reported. Yes, I didn't think about it from that angle either. Yeah, for sure. He could have had an immediate family member talking to the press about the affair and could have also leaked it. As I love how our brains are kind of like moving as we speak. It's eerie both ways. Both ways completely. And that's kind of it on the Daniel and Sienna affair, really. Perhaps due to the really corrupt ways in which the affair was uncovered, Daniel Craig has never really been prodded to explain his own involvement in what happened. Like, all these years later, we can't seem to find any instances of him commenting on what Mm. happened between him and Sienna whatsoever. Yeah, and he and Satsuki Mitchell actually stayed together for years after it was uncovered too. Like, they did not break up in 2005 when these reports hit the stands. They lasted for quite some time after. that so just a lot of a lot going on yeah so where are our characters now our main (laughs) characters what are they all doing so after Jude Sienna Miller went on to become engaged to actor Tom Sturridge they actually had a daughter together in 2012 but broke up in 2015 in 2019 Sienna then reportedly got engaged to art gallery owner Lucas Werner but they then split in the year 2020 In January of this year, a now 40-year-old Sienna Miller was spotted kissing supermodel Cara Delevingne in a New York City bar. Yeah, but she's also been spotted and paired with a couple of others though too, including a 25-year-old actor and an heir to a hotel empire. So... Love that for her. It doesn't seem like she's kind of got a long-term partner at the moment. She's just sort of being pictured with a few different people. She's having fun. As for Jude, he's now 49 and the father of six. On top of the three children he had with Sadie Frost and the child that he had with Samantha Burke, he had a little girl in 2015 with then-girlfriend Catherine Harding and another child to his current wife, Philippa, in 2020. I love the subtle sass of saying current wife. (laughs) That was just in the notes. (laughs) I'm just reading what I saw. Look, we can't be sure that they'll stay together. He has had many a partner. Yeah, as is his right to, I guess. (laughs) Now, let's talk about what they have said about each other in the years since. When asked if she and Jude were still in touch by Porter Magazine in 2016, Sienna said, we don't see each other that much, but I care about him enormously. Yeah, delving deeper into her experience of that really sticky 2005 era, Sienna reflected... Thank God I actually survived it. I watched that Amy Winehouse documentary and not to compare myself, but there was footage that it was a similar time and you just lose your mind. It basically perpetuates all the behavior that it wants. It creates what it can feed off. It's a really toxic animal. So you start to implode and then there's more footage and you can't help but I couldn't cope, but it's resilience that kicked in. I think it really does make me think a whole lot about the concept of privacy. Like this whole story, this two-part series has made me think a lot about privacy more than probably any of the other scandal series. And I guess Mm. what it means to be a celebrity and live without privacy for a really long period of time. I mean, Jude's affair came out, I'm going to say quote unquote organically because the nanny went to the press. But a lot of the other stories seem maybe tougher to swallow Mm. given we know that they were like news of the world stories or even just to be honest stories that were revealed from pap photos like the affair with Baltazar Getty like I know these people were doing pretty ugly things and making mistakes but it feels a bit icky that so many of these stories we know about these people came from means that they didn't want to share this with the world like they were just kind of living out their world in a way that a lot of other people make mistakes. We're just not exposed in the same way. Yeah, it'd be really interesting to know as well, like if anyone interviewed Sienna Miller or Jude Law in 2022, to be like, 
How does it feel to have some of that privacy back finally? I think naturally as stars get older, the tabloid media isn't as insatiable when it comes to photographs of them. And I wonder if they've been able to find a sense of peace since maybe the culture has changed slightly in the UK, but also since their stars aren't as big as they used to be. And I think that would actually bring a whole lot of solace and calm with it given the shit that they put up with for so many years for so many years like as we said before I think a lot of this I mean and Sienna mentioned it in that quote you just read out that you start to lose your mind I've read this story being like you absolutely would lose your mind when you're living so publicly and your mistakes are being shown to the world it's also just dawned on me they're not really prominent on social media they're not at, at all. all Sienna Miller has an Instagram account but has only ever posted one thing she never posted again it was just a photo of her kind of with her head down she has 900,000 followers her bio reads Marlo's mama that's the name of her daughter but she's never posted again so clearly as well Jude Law's not on social media they have both retreated as much as humanly possible from the public eye yeah I think they have a lot of resentment towards the public eye and a lot of resentment towards the press and I think it's no coincidence that they aren't on social media Mm. as you say that is all we've got time for for now Well, this was the Duke Law Nanny Diaries or the Nanny Series, but we've got another one coming up next week, Michelle. It's our boy Ben Affleck and his back tattoo. Benny (laughs) boy is back with his own nanny affair. (laughs) I cannot wait, guys. For now, we are on TikTok at shameless underscore podcast and Instagram at shameless podcast. I can't wait. I'm I'm obsessed with these stories. I'm nervous. I'm excited. And I am obsessed. Guys, thank you so much for listening. If you know someone who would find these kinds of stories and these podcast episodes interesting, send them a link to this episode. Talk to them about it at work today. Spread the good word of Scandal Podcast. Yeah, that's exactly right. Thanks so much, guys. We will be back in your ears on Thursday for another pop culture app. Bye. Bye.